So today, we're going to go into session 57, working our way through the 50s. Uh, this was received June 12, 1981. And this is a long session. After the last 56, which was short, this is 34 exchanges, uh, mainly on pyramids and crystal healing. And uh, very interesting. Uh, Don had a lot of interest in uh, pyramids and um, another way you know the pyramid shape or the pyramid form or that pyramid at Giza is ultimately not necessary for personal healing or lower chakra blockage clearing nor is it necessary for initiation or you know great spiritual transformation uh, the body has its own pyramidal structures anyway in the head, and um, the energetics of the body uh, are fully capable, uh, you know, with, with um, a clear mind and right view and effort, um, our, our, the body, mind, spirit system is fully capable, or we are fully capable with the equipment, seven chakras, energy bodies, uh, consciousness and will and thought and mind we're fully capable of uh, doing for ourselves uh, all that was done in the Giza pyramid uh, and that's I think critical uh, and Ra will talk about that at the end of this session also so let's start uh, 57-0 the opening greeting a uh, little bit in brackets I am Ra I greet you in the love and in the light of the one infinite creator we communicate now. 57.1, Don is asking about Carla. Could you first give me an indication of the instrument's condition, please? And Ross says, this instrument is under a most severe psychic attack. This instrument is bearing up well due to replenished vital energies and a distortion towards a sense of proportion, which your peoples call a sense of humor. This attack is potentially disruptive to this contact for a brief period of your space-time. So, uh, it seems to me that the major um, spiritual teaching that Ra's been giving in the last ten sessions, I mean all the way from the beginning, but it's been getting deeper and deeper as I think we can all see, uh, you know, has unfortunately uh, led to there being a major target for uh, an Orion 5th density 5D negative entity who wishes to um, terminate the contact. And that's what happens, um, you know, for those who are doing purified love light work to the extent that um, pre-existing distortions um, are, are not resolved. And Ra will explain that. So you can call it a psychic greeting but Ra calls it a severe psychic attack. So as I said before, I don't think we should um, minimize the uh, destructive or dangerous nature uh, of not healing our own distortions. <laughs> so we get caught by our own distortions, whether it leads us to make poor decisions or get trapped in emotional charge that we can't move through or leads us to wrong speech or harmful speech or uh, you know poor decisions and so 
what's most dangerous is not Orion. What's most dangerous is uh, avoiding or neglecting self-healing. That's dangerous. Now, it may not be very dangerous, but uh, if one is doing spiritual work, it's quite dangerous, particularly this kind of work that Ra was doing through L&L group. So anyway, she had a sense of humor, which Ra calls a sense of proportion, which is an interesting way of looking at it. Uh, what is a sense of humor? Uh, partially, uh, as suggested by this phrase, a sense of proportion, is keeping a big view <clears throat> or um, seeing the trees and the forest, the, the micro and the macro view of situations or of ourselves or, or of our process. Uh, and that helps uh, not, not getting discouraged. And so uh, same thing as we've been talking today in facing the potential of a global financial crisis, Western social collapse, um, difficulties of a big, of, of a major sort for personal survival or well-being, I wouldn't say a sense of humor is going to help, or I wouldn't say that a sense of humor is even possible, but a sense of proportion surely is. And so, as I've said, there are disasters that are simply beyond our capacity to prepare for, like pole shift, Nibiru flyby, EMP, uh, you know, Yellowstone going off, uh, World War III thermonuclear intercontinental exchange, which I don't think is going to happen. But uh, a sense of proportion is key to preparation and uh, wisdom in um, you know, taking good care of ourselves. 57.2, Don goes on, is there anything in particular that we can do in addition to what we're doing to alleviate this attack? Ross said, there's nothing you can do to alleviate the attack. The understanding of its mechanism might be of aid. So alleviate means to, um, to mitigate or to stop, in this case, um, because, you know, there are certain things they can do, they were doing, to make their um, handling of it more balanced, more efficient, more helpful, but there wasn't anything they could do to stop it short of stopping the contact. And that's also applicable to our discussion today about uh, preparing for the future or for major global social disruption, same thing with earth changes, right? You can't stop earth changes, uh, but you can gain a sense of proportion um, to do what's possible and reasonable within our ability uh, and also understand its mechanism. You know, what's earth what are earth changes all about? What's the new world order all about? Why, what is this, uh, and, you know, what's going on at this time in human history? Well, you know, we're at the end of the cycle, the end times, seems to me, and um, the birth pangs of a, of a new age, of a new um, dimensional experience for the planet and humanity, uh, whoever makes the grade. So understanding its mechanism and a sense of proportion are very helpful. So these are very relevant, um, subtle teachings on handling crisis and difficulty uh, and handling that which is that which is impossible to stop um, because it's beyond our control.
the LNL was not going to stop the contact, therefore the attacks would continue. But it was possible to develop a sense of proportion and understanding the mechanism uh, of the attack or of what was going on, uh, knowing is um, knowing is beneficial. Knowing helps. Understanding uh, helps. The truth shall set you free. Or living in truth, knowing truth, seeking truth, conforming mind and life to truth as much as we can, in balance, reasonably, um, helps us free, free ourselves. The truth doesn't set you free, but uh, loving truth, seeking truth, seeking to conform mind and, and life and decisions to various levels of truth helps us set ourselves free, free of anxiety, uh, or freer, freer of anxiety and fear and confusion, for sure, and freer uh, of um, the problems that come from poor decisions, which we don't uh, want. <laughs> Can you tell us, could you tell us uh, its mechanism? Don asks 57.3. And this is a very key, <clears throat> a simple key answer. Ross said, the Orion group cannot interfere directly, but only through pre-existing distortions of mind-body-spirit complexes. Going on, Ross said, Thus, in this case, the entity reached for a heavy object with one hand, the Carla, and this miscalculated action caused a deformation or distortion of the skeletal muscular structure of one of this appendages, one of this instrument's appendages, meaning her arm or her hand. Your aid may be helpful in supporting this instrument in the proper care of this distortion, meaning the, the skeletal muscular problem, which is equivalent to what you call your post-operative state when bones are not firmly knit. This instrument, Carla, needs to be aware of care necessary to avoid such miscalculated actions, and your support in this state of awareness is noted and encouraged. So likewise, we need to um, be aware that we need to take care of ourselves every day, in every action, in every decision, in every activity. It doesn't mean be freaked out and paranoid or suspicious, but uh, <laughs> we need to be careful uh, every day. You know, uh, the body is not strong, and this dimension is unstable, and human society is uh, very unwell, and so. It's very careful, you know, look before you leap and um, take good care um, to avoid uh, miscalculation, uh, avoid miscalculated actions, <laughs> and uh, support one another um, in uh, seeking truth and seeking to conform our mind and our life uh, to those truths that are relevant and appropriate in the situation for our own greater well-being. Going on, Don keeps asking, which is important, <clears throat> 57.4, is there anything that we can do, that we can specifically do to alleviate the problem that's already existing, meaning the attack that's ongoing? Ross said, this information is harmless, thus we share it through, though it is transient, lacking the principle but only offering a specific transient effect. And here's what they offered. The wrist area should be wrapped as in the sprained configuration, as you call this distortion. And what you call a sling 
may be used on this distorted right side of the body complex <clears throat> for one diurnal period one day. At that time, symptoms, as you call these distortions, shall be reviewed and such repeated until the distortion is alleviated. The healing work to which each is apprentice may be used as desired. It is to be noted that a crystal is available, and that crystal explained in 57.5, Ross said, the flawed but sufficient crystal which rests upon the digit of this instrument's right hand, so a ring with a stone, seems to be, is the crystal. But, you know, the L&L group and we ourselves are not purified crystal healers or crystallized healers with, uh, use, with skill in use of crystals, but there is use of crystal, and it's helpful even in meditation to hold a crystal or one or two. It's helpful sometimes for healing uh, to lie on the bed with a crystal or a stone uh, at chakra points, uh, forehead or heart region or solar plexus or lower lower belly, Dantian, second ray, second chakra in the front. So, um, you know, first Ross said you can't alleviate it, and then Ross said, um, um, the you know, do this, do, you know, wrap, wrap her wrist and a sling until the distortion is alleviated. So, is it alleviatable or not alleviatable? Um, it is somewhat. You can't stop the attack, but you can stop the symptoms, or heal or help the symptoms. Likewise, um, we can't stop global process. We can't. It's not the result of your thinking. <laughs> it's not the result of you. We are one stream in the, in the river, or one current in, in the river. Uh, and there is a macrocosmic um, flow or macrocosmic uh, process that is collective to earth humanity and the nature of this time um, in history. So, uh, but we surely can make our lives better. 57.6, um, some discussion about crystal healing now. Don asks, would you tell me how to use that crystal for this purpose? And you can see this is big, this is a big deal and Ra doesn't give full explanation. Ra answers, this is a large question. You first, as a mind-body-spirit complex, balance and polarize the self, <laughs> connecting the inner light with the upward-spiraling inpourings of the universal light. You have done exercises to regularize the processes involved. Look to them for the preparation of the crystallized being. <laughs> Take then the crystal and feel your polarized and potentiated balanced energy channeled in green ray healing through your being, going into and activating the crystalline regularity of frozen light, which is the crystal. The crystal, the stone, will resound with the charged light of incarnative love and light energy, and will begin to radiate in specific fashion, beaming in required light vibrations, healing energy focused and intensified towards the magnetic field of the mind-body-spirit complex, which is to be healed. This entity requesting such healing, in this case Carla, will then open the armor of the overall violet red ray protective vibratory shield. Thus, the inner vibratory fields, from center to center, in mind, body, and spirit, may be interrupted 
and adjusted momentarily, thus offering the one to be healed the opportunity to choose a less distorted inner complex of energy fields and vibratory relationships. <laughs> so I think Don got a lot more than he was asking for here. And this is a basic uh, overview of the principles of um, adept level crystal healing. And, uh, you know, <laughs> anybody who thinks the raw material is negative is clearly a fool. <laughs> and this is a very advanced teaching that nearly no no one here can put into practice because um you know very very few people have as mind body spirit complex as beings fully balanced and polarized themselves balanced means cleared lower chakra blockages of the lower triad one two three connecting the inner light which is really actually the light from the crown chakra the light, uh, the, the available contact with intelligent infinity or um, power of the logos, connecting that with upward spiraling inpourings of universal light, meaning uh, the kundalini rising from root up the, up the sushumna, up the channel, the etheric channel in the back from root to crown. So that's the connection of inner light, which I believe they mean the, the polaris north star, as they talked about before, the um, power, you know, God power, or logoic uh, uh, intelligent infinity access of crown chakra connected to upward spiraling inpourings of universal light. So <laughs> you've got to make a full um, circuit uh, uh, opening from root to crown. That's all. Then, and Ross talked about, you know, there are exercises to regularize processes involved. And that includes, um, you know, the simple, the simple teaching, the simple four-part exercise. As Ross said, um, look, look around at the objects around you, see the Creator. Um, look at other selves, see the Creator. Look in the mirror, see the Creator. The moment contains love. These are exercises to regularize processes involved. These are works of preparation of crystallized being. Crystallized being. Crystallized being means the one, which is an adept, who has cleared significantly first, second, third chakra blockages and significantly developed green ray, blue ray, coordination, balance, activation, and is working from a very finely developed um, mind-body system, root chakras one through five, um, with the six ray indigo and contact with intelligent infinity seven. So, you know, if you want to be a great healer, that's the work that's needed. And obviously it's a large piece of work and it cannot be done in weekend workshops or by reading books, but um, by profound um, seeking uh, of total transformation and a willingness to accept truth all, all truth, any truth, uh, to see it and give it its due and uh, move through all our blockages which are mainly emotional issues that are painful. And then, of course, <laughs> develop green-blue and uh, surrender grasping in meditation uh, to the universe, which we are. So, you know, Ra's just giving a summary of uh, <laughs> the path that leads to becoming an adept. And then briefly it says, you know, you take the crystal and you feel your polarized and potentiated balanced energy 
uh, your total seven-dimensional self or the totality, a sense of the totality of your multidimensional being, and then um, have some connection to energy channeled through green ray heart, meaning I love, I feel love, I wish you to be well and healed, you know, in the role of a healer for the person. And that feel, it's sort of to feel the totality. I mean, you know, it's silly to imagine that anybody can read this and do it because you have to have basically um, a very significant development of all chakras one through five. (laughs) The lower triad fully cleared or significantly cleared and green-blue, the green-blue center, uh, highly developed. And you have to understand what... Um, what samadhi is all about. <laughs> you have to understand what living in, you know, holding steady silence of mind at a steady state. If you cannot achieve silence of mind at a steady state, then you don't know what six reactivation really is. And then there won't be safe or stable access by contact with intelligent infinity. So it's, it's silly to think, okay, I'm just going to do this. However, however, it is true in a um, beginning way, we can do something like this if we have a crystal. I use crystals and I'm not perfected, but um, we can help others. It's a, you know, it, it's a crude approach because we're not, you know, um, perfected, purified to that degree that Ra's explaining, but we can use crystals in this way, yes, somewhat. So, taking the crystal feeling one's totality beingness, both polarized positive and potentiated, meaning uh, with capacity to do work, um, with uh, the state of mind of love and care to be of help to the one who seeks healing, feeling that totality going into the physical crystal, which activates its crystalline regularity of frozen light. (laughs) Nice way of calling a crystal. The crystal then receives that, it's a receiver, transmitter, or amplifier of that which goes into it, depending on the, the nature of the physical crystal, the rock, the stone, the mineral, right? Diamond is better than sand, uh, and, uh, you know, what? Uh, topaz, or uh, tourmaline, or um, uh, emerald, or quartz is a whole lot better than uh, silica, or, uh, you know, sodium. So, uh, this is uh, specific to the development of the healer and the crystal. But that leads to the crystal itself um, resounding, resonating with what we're sensing or what we're sending into it, uh, uh, leading this charged light of incarnative love and light. It radiates through the crystal in a certain way. It beams in a certain way. Um, healing energy towards the magnetic field of the one to be healed. Magnetic field means really the seven rays energy fields. The person who requests healing, and in fact in all cases of lower chakra healing or lower chakra blockage clearance, which is healing, um, one must uh, open one's armor, one must um, surrender, one must be receptive to a new way. And that's the case with, you know, learning too. It's a a willing uh, suspension of the current structure of opinion and idea and belief so as to 
re- allow reformation, the re- reformation of, of opinion, of view, of belief, of idea, of understanding. And that um, always involves some interruption or disruption or dissolution or suspension of current activity. Same thing with the energy fields and lower chakra blockage in this healing process. So there's interruption, there's adjustment, and the one that seeks healing or um, learning, actually, can choose a less distorted um, new configuration, new arrangement, new set of views, new understanding, and less healed lower triad. Less distorted inner complex of energy fields and vibratory relationships, which means the uh, energy linkages between chakras, uh, but also our sense of self. You know, uh, I made my illness, but uh, I don't deserve or need to remain wounded or in pain or confused forever. I don't seek self punishment, I seek love for self and other and all. And um, that, that decision to choose health or choose um, that which is beneficial to self and other um, is a less distorted inner complex of energy fields and consciousness or mind, uh, mind uh, mental activity or, or mind state uh, and leads to healing and reformation of opinion and it leads to um, a new a new status quo a, a a transformed being in a kind of rebirth so this is a little discussion about healing don asked some specifics should the crystal be held in the right hand of the healer ra said this is incorrect there are two recommended configurations the first the chain about the neck a chain around your neck to place the crystal in the physical position of the green ray energy center the heart chakra in the front, um, between the, the breast bone or the chest plate. Second, the chain uh, hung from the right hand outstretched, wound about the hand in such a way that the crystal may be swung so as to affect sensitive adjustments. And this is good for somebody who can see energy fields and not so helpful for someone who can't. But people can sense these things without having full clairvoyance and yet uh, just because they think they are sensing doesn't mean they are, or just and just because um, they're not an adept doesn't mean they're doing nothing. <laughs> so people who are not adepts may do good work, um, and those who do good work sometimes may also be self-deceiving sometimes or self-deceived by what they sense is so, which may not be so. So subtlety of discernment is uh, recommended. And Ross says, to close this answer, 57.7, we offer this information, realizing that much practice is needed to efficiently use these energies of self. However, each has the capability of doing so. And this information is not information which, if followed accurately, can be deleterious. So, if you follow the information correctly, accurately, it won't be harmful, won't be deleterious, even though we're not adepts and we can't do, you know, the the kind of um, crystallized healer work of Yeshua or great yogis or masters, still uh, people with a crystal or without um, can uh, be assistant and, um, you know, um, supportive to the energy healing of others who wish to heal themselves. The healer doesn't do the healing, 
The crystal doesn't do the healing. The pyramid does no work, Ross said. The one to be healed does self-healing. Always. Meanwhile, the crystal can help. Pyramid may help. Uh, healer may help. Um, but self heals the self. And self uh, awakens the, the centers and clears the centers. 57. 8. <clears throat> Would an unflawed crystal be considerably more effective than the flawed one that we now have? Meaning a stone, I guess they had. Ross said, without attempting to deem the priorities you may choose, we may note that the regularized or crystallized entity in its configuration is as critical as the perfection of the crystal used. So, Don is um, respecting Ra's free will, uh, sorry, Ra is uh, respecting Don's free will, saying, without attempting to deem the priorities you can choose, um, we're not going to tell you what priorities to choose, you choose them yourself. And again, you know, this is the um, th- this is the truly respectful teacher. <laughs> the truly respectful teacher doesn't get emotionally upset uh, if you hurt yourself or you choose something that leads you um, to delay transformation uh, or simply do it your own way. You know, it's it's like the healer and the teacher and the you know spiritual guide that really is purified uh, like a crystal healer like an adept like uh, someone who's had you know solid contact with intelligent infinity and purified the lower three and is well developed green blue um, that person doesn't um, get upset with uh, others making their own choices and realizes that, you know, for every time, you know, there's a season, and or for every thing there's a season, for every uh, being there is its own freely chosen path of development. And so we can also apply that to ourselves. Uh, If you want to do that which you think is um, not ideal, but you still wish to do it, uh, and you perhaps delay your development, or you get stuck in something, or you, you know, so-called waste time or spend time, um, it's fine. If you hurt others, even that's fine in a sense. <laughs> it's not that, I, not that it's a good idea, but if you hurt others, which we all do sometimes, uh, we can forgive ourselves and realize, uh, I guess we couldn't do any better, and I guess that's all he can do. Uh, on the other hand, um, that's not helpful for ourselves and others. So it's a certain kind of um, sense of proportion. It's, there's a greater sense of proportion, you know, for the purified being in understanding their own process and the process and the decisions of others. And uh, telling others what to do is very much um, is very much not. Um, not an interesting preoccupation <laughs> is not favored any longer is not um, is not endeavored <laughs> to control others by the person who's clear in the one two three lower triad and well developed green blue um, I mean I find myself in client counseling um, more okay to let people um, be where they are even if I can see uh, many distortions, what I think seem to be. 
um, that's okay. And the same thing with myself. I can be okay. I've always been actually pretty okay with my own distortions, <laughs> which my teachers will say uh, has been another problem. But <laughs> it is a problem at certain levels to be too much okay with one's distortions. <laughs> but oh well, you know. Um, all falls away in time. All that's unnecessary falls away in time. And so, um, you know, being um, being a Taoist helps. <laughs> Having a Taoist approach is very helpful, rather than being too strict or demanding of self or other. But, you know, do your own thing. Do your own thing. Um, but don't forget love wisdom. So, anyway, the regularized or crystallized entity, meaning the person who has the lower triad cleared, more or less, and the green-blue center well-developed and uh, understands um, holding the mind steady in, in silence, steadiness, silence at a steady state, silence of mind at a steady state, which is samadhi, actually, um, that person um, is as critical as the perfection of the crystal. So the main working is done, you know, with crystal healing is done by the crystallized healer, by the healer, him or herself. Back to uh, transient information, Don says, asks 57.9, does the size, physical size of the crystal have any relationship to the effectiveness of the healing? But it's good, good question. Ross said, in some applications concerning planetary healing, this is a consideration. In working with an individual mind-body-spirit mind, complex, the only requirement is that the crystal be in harmony with the crystallized being. There is perhaps a lower limit to the size of what you may call a faceted crystal, for light coming through this crystal needs to be spread the complete width of the spectrum of the one to be healed. It may further be noted that water is a type of crystal which is efficacious, although not as easy to hang from a chain in your density. True, it is difficult to hang water um, in a necklace unless it has a container. So, in terms of planetary healing, um, yes, size is a consideration, and uh, there are communities around the world that are either sitting on uh, quartz crystal deposits or have very high-quality, large crystals and are doing planetary healing, uh, and that's very great work, and uh, you have to be saluted or applauded, and... Um, uh, angelic groups do work with underground deposits. Extraterrestrial confederation groups do work with underground deposits. And uh, some smart wanderers work with large crystals in group formation for planetary healing. But if we're talking about working with an individual person, mind body spirit complex, the only requirement, the only requirement, or the main issue, is that the crystal is in harmony with the crystallized being. And every person who works with crystals knows, choose the crystal you like. <laughs> choose the crystal that has a good feeling for you. So having a good feeling or feeling good with this particular crystal is important for anybody at any level of skill, uh, working with any crystal in any way. Then, of course, uh, there's a lower limit to the size um, because uh, it, there really is a physical energy transmission out of the crystal. It's invisible. It's non-physical, actually, but it's a it's, it's it is uh, energetic, substantial, 
substantial energetic invisible transmission out of the physical crystal that seems to be needed to be uh, big enough for the width of the spectrum I mean the body size of the person to be healed and then of course water is a fine crystal too which is also the basis of um, Dr. Emoto great man who is uh, with the team on the higher planes now Dr. Emoto of Japan who did the work proving I think that mind affects uh, water geometry that is a very dangerous realization or proof for the powers that be because it basically means that mind can ta- is now proven to be tangibly affecting uh, body biochemistry and uh, all the water in the body but Dr. Emoto I met in Japan and worked did, did some teaching at his place in Tokyo and he was a very fine man very great wanderer he knew he was and um, uh, water is um, crystalline and mind may affect it and it may be used for healing also and so you can walk into the ocean I do this all the time if I'm ever in the ocean uh, walk into the ocean and uh, pray for world peace and love light in the great being of the ocean the great ocean is appreciative of that kind of activity um, and also you can pray in the rain <laughs> rain you can pray to the rain not pray for rain or pray worship the rain but pray for love and light and world peace and may all beings be well and happy um, as it rains that's also uh, effective because water is a crystal 5710 placing this end of this pencil on dot 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 sitting on my navel with the point of it the pencil then represent the position where the crystal should hang uh, for the proper green ray is the position is the position correct Don is <clears throat> putting a pencil um, on his body somewhere in the navel and upwards I guess to see if that's the position for the crystal hung by a necklace round the neck in the zone of the heart chakra Ra said, we attempt your measurements <laughs> from 2 to 5.4 centimeters towards your heart is optimal. From what? From the navel? No, I don't think so. But 2 centimeters from the navel doesn't get far from the navel. But from wherever his uh, pencil tip was. But, you know, you can feel where the heart chakra is in the front and in the back between the shoulder blades. 5711, using this piece of wood then, I would determine the position between this piece of wood and my navel. I would determine the position to be approximately the top of the piece of wood, meaning the pencil. Is it correct? Ross says correct. So he's just checking these things out. And then we begin the, um, the questioning and the discussion on pyramid, pyramids. And we'll be able to get into this a little bit here, and we'll, we'll finish it midway and then pick it up the next session. 5712. How does the healing that you just spoke, that you just told us uh, about, relate to the healing done in the King's Chamber in the Giza Pyramid? So King's Chamber equals the place of healing, energy interruption of a particular sort of upward spiraling light with the healer and the crystal. And um, uh, how does the healing that, they, that Ra just over, you know, gave an overview summary of relate to what really was done in the King's Chamber? Ross said, 
There are two advantages to doing this working, meaning healing, in such a configuration of shapes and dimensions, meaning the physical pyramid and its geometry. And I'll go through all of these. Firstly, the disruption or interruption of the violet-red armoring or protective shell is automatic. In the second place, the light is configured by the very placement of this position in the seven distinctive color or energy vibratory rates, thus allowing the energy through the crystallized being, <clears throat> meaning the healer, focus with the crystal, meaning the stone, to manipulate with great ease the undisturbed and, shall we say, carefully delineated palette of energies or colors, both in space-time and in time-space. Thus, the unarmored being may be adjusted rapidly, again in the Giza Pyramid King's Chamber. This is desirable in some cases, especially when the armoring is the largest moiety of the possibility <clears throat> of continued, body, continued function of body complex activity in this density. The trauma of the interruption of this armoring vibration is then seen to be lessened. And Ra goes on. We take this opportunity to pursue our honor duty as some of those creating the pyramid shape, which they did, to note that it is in no way necessary to use this shape in order to achieve healings. For seniority of vibration, meaning the incarnative, uh, the, the, um, um, the logoic and council of Saturn decision as to who and what beings are incarnative on Earth at this time. For seniority of vibration has caused the vibratory complexes of mind-body-spirit complexes to be healed, to be less vulnerable to the trauma of the interrupted armoring. Furthermore, as we have said, the powerful effect of the pyramid, with its mandatory disruption of the armoring, if used without the crystallized being, or used with the wrong intention, or in the wrong configuration, can result in further distortions of entities which are perhaps the equal of some of your chemicals which cause disruptions in the energy fields in like manner. <laughs> you can see why they're getting attacked by Orion. <laughs> this, this discussion, Yorah is not holding anything back, and um, the sentences are more difficult. The language is much more subtle or um, dense conceptual uh, in terms of um, major concepts linked together. So, Ra's explaining here at 5712 the advantages to working in the Giza Pyramid or in, a king's, in the King's Chamber in the Giza Pyramid as an example. Working in such a configuration of shapes and dimensions as the King's Chamber in the Giza Pyramid. The disruption, and, and so by this time we understand that disruption or interruption of the violet-red, which means seventh ray, first ray, armoring, or protective shell is automatic in that king's chamber. Interruption, disruption of the seven ray energy fields, which in their current condition is a kind of protective shell or armoring, as well as um, configuration of blockage. That disruption, interruption is uh, required in healing. There is a deforma there is interruption and reformation or disruption and um, re-establishment of a reformed or more, uh, more finely ordered 
energy configuration of the entirety of the seven ray system in healing. And that kind of disruption, interruption is automatic at the location of the king's chamber in the Giza pyramid. Secondly, um, Ra is saying that by the very placement uh, of this position, king's chamber, light is configured or the upward, the condition of the upward spiraling light in the pyramid the, I think it's the second, it's the first of the second spiral, while the third is what comes off the apex, the peak at the top. This is the first of the second spiral. I don't have the glyph, the graph in front of me of the gym prepared, but the first of the second spiral, the spiral that goes into the king's chamber for healing, uh, by that light, um, it's configured in a certain way uh, according to or related to um, the sevenfold energy or color vibratory rates. So there is a, um, a spectrum or rainbow spectrum sevenfold, sevenfold frequency array of light, of, of the upward spiraling light at the king's chamber position in the Giza pyramid. There is a seven, dimen- seven frequency light um, display or array that's occurring with that spiral at the king's chamber. That allows that energy, so it's not only that there's automatic disruption or interruption of the uh, seven ray or uh, red, violet, violet, red, mm, seven ray system, not only is that, but that light in the, the, the nature of the spiral that's in the king's chamber, going up through the king's chamber, um, is configured in a sort of seven-frequency array, which allows energy through the crystallized being, meaning the healer with the crystal, to manipulate with great ease. So it's a very nice, you know, the energy there is very helpful for the healer, for the, the crystallized healer to do his or her work. It allows them to manipulate with great ease um, the undisturbed and carefully delineated palette of energies or colors, that's the seven frequency array that is presented by, I think, that first spiral that goes into the king's chamber. And that carefully delineated palette of energies or colors in seven distinctive vibratory rates or frequencies um, spreads through both space-time and time-space you can say that the first three rays, vibratory rates, or energy bodies, one, two, three, first, second, third chakra, are of space-time, mainly. And those of the other four chakras, green, blue, indigo, violet, are mainly, primarily, of time-space. But in that kind of situation, in the king's chamber, the unarmored being, the person to be healed, who's, you know, willingly unarmored, may be adjusted rapidly. And they're saying that that's desirable, especially when uh, armoring is the largest moiety of the possibility of continued function, meaning the person is not very well. Uh, What is moiety? Well, it's a word that nobody in the room understood. (laughs) Uh, In chemistry, it's a part or a functional group of a molecule. In terms of kinship, (laughs) <laughs> it's either of two groups into two. It's it's a it's a it's a grouping or a function. It's a functional grouping um, within a larger whole, and or a significant grouping with uh, of one portion of a of a larger system. 
And I think what Ra is saying is that the largest group or portion of possibility is that the person uh, or the largest portion uh, or proportion of the entities um, um, survival uh, you know survivability uh, or required energy functioning for survival when the largest portion of what's needed for their survival is associated with armoring meaning they're very blocked <clears throat> when the person is very blocked um, their armoring is the largest moiety moiety of the possibility of continued function uh, of their body complex or of their capacity to stay alive in this density and therefore there's less trauma um, when they're in the king's chamber the uh, rapidity or speed of the healing um, is greatest in the king's chamber or is quite great in the king's chamber so the person who is very armored or blocked so much so that the interruption of their armoring may lead them to die uh, or not be able to continue their function of body activity, I believe that's how what Ra is saying, uh, that person who's so blocked that otherwise, if the trauma, there is a trauma, you see, there's a trauma of interruption of armoring. And that's what we see when we talk to people about ideas that they're emotionally uh, unwilling or unwilling to face based on emotional blockage that they themselves are unwilling to face. <clears throat> they don't want to listen because they don't want to feel pain. They don't want to feel panic, and so they don't want to hear. And so they reject the, the hearing or the, um, the one who's speaking. Likewise, the person who's very seriously armored or blocked in lower chakra blockage, one, two, three, where that represents the largest, the largest faction or portion of the subset uh, within their entry system, well, their seven ray system, that that is needed for survival um when when that person who is so blocked that um the disruption of armoring which is traumatic uh might lead them to die because they're so blocked that they wouldn't be able to survive based on um the energy fields not armored <laughs> that remain um on you know unharmed or on 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 non-disrupted um, for that kind of person uh, the rapidity of the interruption process or the healing process in the king's chamber is most helpful <laughs> okay so but we can apply this I think to um, ourselves when we're unable to heal or ourselves when we're unable to listen and reform the mind or talking or being with others when they are unable to heal or they're unable to listen and give a hearing to information that they have an emotional reaction to, or deny, or avoid, or shout down. Why are they laughing? This kind of thing. So um, armoring is protective, uh, yet it's regressive, and leads to uh, <laughs> leads to 3D repeating for those who are unwilling to. Uh, temporarily interrupt their current armored condition of energy fields and um, limited understanding, limited view, wrong view, actually.
such as rational materialism. There is no afterlife because it's not proven. But let's just say, what a foolish view. Just because it's not proven or provable means it's unreal? Come on. Anybody who, who argues that is, you know, illogical, irrational, and uh, not, thinking, not thinking clearly, not thinking deep enough. Just because it's unproven and unprovable doesn't mean it's un, it doesn't exist. It's simply unprovable or unproven as yet. That's all. <laughs> That's all. It doesn't mean it doesn't exist. So there are lots of uh, secularists and, uh, you know, uh, atheists who shoot down the entirety of paranormal experience, multidimensional you know, reality, uh, life after death, continuation, uh, spirituality, God, religion, uh, higher dimensional life, and all these things, all shot down simply because it's unproven and unprovable. <laughs> that, this is a very immature mind that thinks that that constitutes uh, proof of non-existence. And Ross said again, the, here, the pyramid is not necessary um, to achieve healing because at this time in history um, given the the mix or the nature of the uh, collect of collective humanity which is the result of what Ra calls seniority of vibration it's actually seniority of incarnation by vibration or by achieved development of consciousness so that humanity today and the collective in the main is uh, of a higher caliber than it was, what, 5,000 years ago, 10,000 years ago. And the uh, relative, <laughs> relatively, relative seniority of consciousness development of 3D souls, meaning 3D souls that are what, 3 3.2, 3.2, 3.3, 3.3, 3.3, 3.3, 3.3, 3.3, 3.3, 3.3, 3.3, 3.3, 3.3, 3.3, 3.3, 3.3, 3.3, 3.3, 3.3, 3.3
not only is the pyramid not necessary for healing, but the powerful effect of the pyramid, which is a big deal, it is a very serious um, structure, <laughs> with that mandatory disruption of armor, armoring, meaning it just happens. If you go into the king's chamber and sit there, your armoring will be disrupted. Now today, the pyramid um, is not quite is not in the same. Um, it doesn't have the same position in relation to the um, planetary electromagnetic grid and the um, the cosmic influx into the planetary uh, grid, etheric grid, um, is different today than it was, you know, four thousand, five thousand years ago, and. Therefore, the, the, the king's chamber, queen's chamber don't have the same functions. Ra talked about it as a, like a piano out of tune. But in the original, at the time when it was used, Giza Pyramid was used, um, the king's chamber had this mandatory armor disruption, armoring disruption. But um, if there's no crystallized being or healer, and if the intentions are wrong or confused, or if there's the configuration is wrong, and again, right, you know, Ra said there's no right and wrong in in the law of one. So why are they using the word wrong? Just as a convenience, you know, just because um, it happens with teachers. <laughs> they they you know they sometimes go to a, a more relative level of terminology. That's all. So relative view, wrong intention meaning serves itself, <laughs> and relative view, wrong configuration, uh, meaning um, the preparation for that healing in the chamber is is mistaken or confused, then uh, there can be further disruptions. And so here, the pyramid shape is powerful and therefore dangerous if it's not used wisely with pure intention by one who's well prepared. Meanwhile, you know, one can use a little pyramid like um, Fred Bell Company, Pyridine, Fire Dome, Ray Dome. One can use those carefully uh, to a certain extent. I have, and I found them quite wonderful, but um, carefully. <laughs> so, anyway, so I'm explaining lots and lots of stuff here. Uh, let's end here our 5713 the next question Don asked is there currently any use for the pyramid shape at all that is beneficial Ross said this is in the affirmative if carefully used the pyramid meaning any pyramid and this follows on what I'm just saying about um, Fred Bell's pyramids pyridine or yeah p-y-r-a-d-y-n-e uh, the pyramid may be used for the improvement of the meditative state as long as the shape is such that the entity is in the queen's is in queen's chamber position, or entities are in balanced configuration about this central point. So, here we're talking about the Giza pyramid again. Yes, one can use the queen's chamber position, I guess, still um, for the improvement of meditative state. Secondly, they go the small pyramid shape. And this is what I've referred to. Placed beneath a portion of the body complex may energize the body complex. This should be done for brief periods only, not to exceed 30 of your minutes. The use of the pyramid to balance planetary energies still functions to a slight extent, but due to Earth changes, 
The pyramids are no longer aligned properly for this work. Rod said that there were 52 balancing pyramids constructed by the Confederation, of which Giza is one of them, and other pyramidal-related structures, including, I would just say, you know, um, Borobudur, Indonesia, or Angkor Wat in Cambodia, uh, some of the pagodas in China, um, and structures in many nations, actually, around the world, and there's Africa also. These are the uh, 52 balancing pyramids Ra talked about at one point, uh, but saying Earth changes, the, the, the planet has moved in its, uh, you know, in, in the um, galactic neighborhood, in, in this neighborhood around the solar system. Therefore, the influxes of energies are different, and the planetary grid is different. So they're no longer aligned for planetary um, balancing or supporting the balance of planetary energies um, in those, you know, as they were before. Yet a small pyramid um, can energize the body, and um, I found again very useful to use a well, uh, a correctly or or intelligently properly uh, constructed. A small pyramid under the bed, um, but you have to be careful. So, um, pyramids are helpful, but they are very much associated with an earlier time uh, of humanity. I mean, this was, we're talking about, what, 3,500 years ago? <laughs> you know, Akhenaten and the pyramids at his time were 3,500 years ago or so, 1500 BC. So, that's a long time ago, and humanity has changed. Not only has the planet moved or the Earth changed its position in the uh, galaxy or you know around the uh, neighborhood of the solar system, and the Earth uh, grids have shifted, but uh, humanity has shifted and um, less in need of that external shape and much more capable of self-healing and um, healing by um, many other methods. So that's all we'll do for today. Uh, next time we'll pick up at 57.14 and see how far we can get. This session will probably go to three hours because there's, some very, there's a very important answer at 57.33 right at the bottom of the session. Very, and in fact, that could last half an hour. Um, explicating or expanding uh, Ra's answer 57.33 very important, actually, about um, the path of transformation or um, working with the seven rays and the, the, the correlation, the integration of time-space, aspects of time-space and space-time in our total being. So anyway, we'll go from pyramids to that. Next time we'll pick up at 5714 with a lot more talk of the Giza Pyramid and the Kings and Queens Chambers. Uh, thank you very much. For listening, for being here. I hope it's been helpful. Thank you to all the others here. I wish you all well. Take good care and see you next time. Good night.